Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 106 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Sinking Suns with Remember You Will Die off their album Bad Vibes. That came out on Reptilian Records way back in uh, the summer of 2018. Um, but you know what? Today is a Reptilian Records uh, f- showcase, I guess you could say. Because we got uh, Chief Tail, Andy from Chief Tail to be specific on to talk about their their new self-titled record, which, of course, comes out on Reptilian Records. So I hit up uh, Chris X, the uh, owner and operator of Reptilian, and uh, had him send in some uh, miscellaneous, not miscellaneous, extra, not extra, some other, how about that, some other Reptilian Records songs, and that was one of them. Um, 
it's an it's an album i haven't heard of a band i haven't heard so uh i i, I was pleasantly surprised and i really do like that so so i'm glad he sent that song in um remember you will die i believe that is the the is that is that in latin memento mori look at that i know shit that's not true you know you know why i know that i know that because the guy i interviewed like two nights ago for an up- upcoming episode uh mentioned that so so now i get i got i had an opportunity to look smart and i didn't i didn't take it I just say usually don't capitalize on those situations and well i'm not going to start now nope i've committed to <laughs> i've committed to this life of uh just sticking around right in the middle and that's where i'm staying no impressing and no uh no totally failing just underwhelming that's what i do so or normal well i normal well i don't even overwhelm i don't usually underwhelm either uh but most of the time i normal well and that's that's what we're doing here on episode 106 getting it out podcast but that's only me andy was great chief tail is great uh sinking suns great reptilian records great horries when we be playing at the end great you heard that one on an earlier episode of getting it out podcast i forget which one i'm gonna say let's go with a random number episode uh, 79 we'll try that go back look find out what episode uh horries was on anyway <laughs> anyway uh that's that's what's happening on this episode let's just fucking listen to really good rap, rap music and uh get to it all right started doing a podcast i thought i found my calling but there's something more there's a little something more i think i can reach into i got a little more in me i need to get it out just like the podcast it's getting it out rap song from the getting it out podcast and it feels powerful i think you feel it too i think you feel it too but there's certain things that need to be said because i was thinking about it a lot lately what exactly was i was thinking about I'll have to break it down here Just a little bit for you I was sitting at home trying to relax When I realized a podcast needs a rap It sound way better with they dog back But I gotta spit quick on these Amish cats For big horns of shit on rumble strips Zeb sits back with a hundred kids But I know how shallow that gene pool is So what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night When the sun don't shine on the dial bright While Von Scotts lives the hard rock life Singing on the streets underneath the lights I got grocery lists of shit I don't like Gonna run them by old bike on ice and like cops have a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lids. So that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it out. Hi, this is uh, this is the beginning of an episode of Getting It Out podcast. It's really not the beginning, you know, because how it works here is I do like an intro and then I do like another intro, and this is the one that's the other one. So it's the second one. If you're keeping track, this is the first one after after the other one, which that was the first one. This is the second one. So this is the second intro um, to the podcast episode 106 have i said that enough times i hope i got the right number episode you know in the in the early days i used to get the episode number wrong and uh, i don't think anybody ever called me out for that so whether i got it right or wrong yeah let's just say it doesn't matter nobody gives a shit uh, but it is episode 106 i think of getting it out podcast and chief tail andy from chief tail i don't know andy's last name so um i'm i don't i don't want to text him and ask him what his last name is either um i was going to just put a fake name on the on the graphic for this for this episode but i think that might be going a little bit too far so maybe maybe it will just spitball and come up with a name for him right now um i i like names that rhyme so it could be like andy crandy but that that won't work because i i knew a guy that i called crandy uh a few of us did he was a weird old man who lived with my friend jeremy uh, for some time that's the that's the adventure of a craigslist roommate you never know what you're gonna get uh sometimes you just get old guys that refuse to smoke outside and <laughs> and
and that was Crandy. He just said, I'm not smoking outside. I was smoking in my bedroom, you motherfucker. That's what a weirdo. Anyway, uh, so no, it's not Andy Crandy. Um, I like, you know, I think it's funny when people say they like dogs with uh, or pets with people names. Well, I like people with pet names, but Andy's already got his Andy name, so that's kind of a that's kind of a dog name, but it's not a good dog name. So uh, what about Andy? Andy, uh, Andy Rover. No, that's not doing it for me either. Uh, I like things like, uh, like two words. If you combine two words, I like, uh, like a food and, um, a thing like, uh, how about Andy Butterbottom? I like that one. I think, I think that'll work. So this one's with Andy Butterbottom of uh, Chief Tail. And, uh, we had a nice conversation about his band and their record and all sorts of stuff. Um, so we'll get into that here shortly. Um, I I have good news. I just came from the Olive Garden, and I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a classy joint that me and my wife got a gift card to for Christmas. So we decided to have a date night on a two, on a Wednesday when there's no children around, and go to Olive Garden. And it was as spectacular as you could imagine. At first, I was getting kind of annoyed with the service, like you know, I'm not no hoity-toity bitch boy or anything. Uh, I don't even really know what that classifies as, but I'm not that thing that I just said. But uh, I was was like in my head complaining about the service. One, because the hostess almost walked into the bathroom. Like, and not just like a, you know, it's it's a fucking Olive Garden. It says men. And like she was lured in by this old man who said he couldn't make the, the paper towel roller work, which that's a, that was an easy shtick. He got, he got that woman in there right away, but she, she saw me peeing. So she said, I can't go in there. There's other people in there. I was like, you were going to come in here? That's all it took? Is just to say, I can't get paper towels? And then you're going to walk into the bathroom with this old man? No wonder. I mean, I don't know what I'm implying by my no wonder, but let's just leave it like that. Empty. No wonder, lady. So anyway, I walk out here, and I'm still waiting on my wife to get there because I speed to Olive Garden. And uh, she was smart and took her time. So I'm waiting there, and... uh, and I'm just getting annoyed by these people. They're just weird. These just weirdos. And then, like, I, I had to say to myself, and maybe I did say it out loud later to my wife, like, at first I was getting annoyed by the service. And then I realized, you know, remembered that we're at fucking Olive Garden. This this is basically like a, it's like a gas station with, with pictures on the walls. You know, like, this, it's, it's garbage. Well, whatever. I'll fucking eat it. I'll eat any of the, I'll, I'll eat at chain restaurants. I'm defender of chain restaurants. I believe, actually, this is the second time I've been to a chain restaurant in, in a week. We, we, we did an old chili stop uh, on Saturday with my mom. That's what happens when you hang out with my mom. You go to Chili's. She's the queen of Chili's. Nobody's taking that crown from her. I guarantee you that. Except for I noticed that the... I, like, I know too many people that work at this chili, Chili's now. Not like I know their names. I just know their faces. Because anytime I go to visit my mom, she wants to go to Chili's. Which is cool. Whatever. I'll go I'll go and get, a, get, get some chicken crispers. You know, I'm in. But it's just funny. Anyway, enough about chain restaurants. Uh, this week's been kind of a bummer, um, starting with the, the, the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. Look, anybody who listens to podcasts regularly knows that I am a uh, big-time basketball fan, love basketball, and I uh, have since I was a kid, particularly Charles Barkley was always was always my guy. And, uh, you know, so he, I, I was a little bit before the Kobe Bryant era, but I watched him come in, and, I you know, I dipped out for a few years while he was dominating, quite honestly. That's that's about when I, when I tapped out for quite a few years but i've been back into it for a while and all that aside it's just uh, interesting how like seeing like this guy that you grew up with and watched his whole life and then like you literally watched his whole life and then he's not there anymore pretty sad and the fact that he had his uh his daughter with him made it you know 10 times worse uh, initially hearing it was just like oh wow that's fucking crazy and then uh to hear that he had his 13 year old daughter with him is was exponentially worse and myself i have my stepdaughter will be 13 uh next week so you know i understand i can relate um to that situation a little bit and it's it's heartbreaking and very sad uh on top of that it just feels like there's been a lot of death lately um we all know that's part of it but uh you know i guess like like i said at the beginning remember you will die right that's all part of it so uh anyway enough of that stuff that's pretty awful um, <laughs> let's try to rewrite this ship and, uh, I don't know, talk about, uh, talk about Rat, Out of the Cellar. What a great album. That's not a joke either. It's presently on my turntable. 
So uh, shout out to Rat and Out of the Cellar. Oh, speaking of uh, good albums and uh, all my turntable, I've been, I've been actually been keeping up and managed to post a record, post and listen to listen to and post a record of the day for every day of the year so far. Now, full disclosure, uh, sometimes these are just random pulls off my shelf, and that's what I want to hear. But yesterday, I put on uh, Asthma Castle's Mount Crushmore because uh, Justin from Asthma Castle just sent me their the, the record. It came out last year. He was a guest on the podcast. You should go check that out. That was episode 60. But uh, if you haven't heard that record yet, I highly suggest uh, checking it out. And if you are uh, in a band, I highly suggest you just send me your records because I love this, especially if you've been a guest on a past episode of the podcast or an upcoming. All right, just a little bug in your ear. Send me your records. Anyway, let's get into this uh, conversation with, with Andy uh, Butterbottom. Of Chief Tail, uh, but first I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a song off of their album. It is the opening track, and it is called Stevie Dicks Three. I think maybe that's Stevie Dicks the Third. I don't know. Stevie Dicks Three. Here it is, and then my conversation with Andy. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm, uh, I, I, I just finished yelling at a bunch of things. So I'm sorry. Say that again. I just finished yelling at a bunch of things. So I'm doing great. <laughs> okay. Good. Sorry. I was trying to get somewhere quieter because I just got out of work, but the museum I was going to go to is closed. So I'm trying to walk somewhere. Uh, well, out back of the museum now. I think I'm good. Get away oh, from the wow. traffic. Where do <laughs> We just happen to be near a museum, or you work at a museum? I I work actually at a at a courthouse. I work for the the local government, but uh, but there's a museum across the street, the Oakland Museum of Art. So it's kind of a good place to go. Does that make so, you the yeah. man? Are you? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Are you the man? Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah, I guess so. I've said too much already. <laughs> That's what, that's what this whole thing was set up for. It's just I'm just trying to yeah. expose you, you know. Yeah. Before, well, we haven't. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So you're all, you're all the way out in uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah, actually. Um, or Oakland. We all live in different cities, but we practice in San Francisco. Um, you know, I live in Alameda, which is an island. You know, across the way from uh, Oakland. They got islands out there. Oakland. Yeah. I didn't know there was any yeah. California islands. I had no idea. Yeah, it's just it's like in the bay. It's it's not much of an island. It's uh but it's an island, yeah. I live on an island. We got an island, uh we got like we got a few islands. Alcatraz is on an island. Yeah, I know about Alcatraz. Yeah. Come on man, don't do that to me. I know about Alcatraz. Everybody knows about Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah so Al- Alameda is yeah, it's it's not as well known but uh Do you got a big prison yeah, on there? A big prison. No, there was a Navy base there for, uh, I don't know, a, a half a century or so, <laughs> but it shut down. All so, right. Well, yeah. that's, it's not quite as cool, but, you know, whatever. It's yeah, cool no, to live on no. an island. Do you got do you got a bridge not, to your it's island? It's not that cool. <laughs> there's no bridges. No, no. There's actually, like, several bridges. Oh, I thought you had to a, take a boat every day. That'd be crazy. No. I mean, I, I do sometimes, actually, but uh, I usually drive through the tunnel or ride through the tunnel on a bus, but... uh 
there's like four or five bridges that go out to Oakland from Alameda. I mean, you uh-huh. you really wouldn't know you're on an island. It's just like a <laughs> extension of Oakland. I got you. I got you. I think I got yeah. you. I don't know. I've I've been I've been sequestered onto the East Coast, in Pennsylvania, Baltimore. That's that's all the only places I've lived. I've never gone anywhere else. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening out here in the world, especially in our own country. Well, I'm, we're all from that area. I mean, we're all from like the Northern Virginia area ourselves. And right, so I got Rich, Richmond Baltimore. area, right? Well, no, we we were actually all all of us kind of. Um, grew up in Northern Virginia, but uh, we, um, the old band PCD Roadblock, moved down to Richmond, Virginia, because we were kind of in school there. We kind of we weren't allowed to play in DC that much. We was kind of used to get in a lot of trouble. So Richmond was kind of where we ended up. And then, yeah, and then after a while, we just all moved to California. That's that's an interesting thing to do to to move a move a band across country like that. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like I was just talking to like a. I, I might be getting the wrong band, and I. But I'm thinking they were also on Reptilian, uh, Horries, that they also like moved the whole band to a different area. I I could totally have the wrong band, but that's the one that's coming to mind. I think right they're now. in Texas. Yeah. Right. But I feel yeah. like they were from um, like the north. Man, that's that's yeah. A lot of people do that. A lot of people just you know they move from the East Coast to Texas or California or you know. LA, That's crazy. whatever. That's crazy. I don't know. San Francisco was cool at the what, time. It's what made you, now. What made you guys pick San Francisco? Uh, we were, I think we were just kind of, I don't know. Our band was, was touring a lot back in around 2000 through 2003 or so. And it just always seemed really fun when we get out here. Yeah. And I like the weather and like people, you know, it's like East Coast. Things were kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Angry? Not as laid back. Yeah. We, 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 uh, yeah. Just put it that way. It was, it was a lot more chill here, for sure. I believe that. I, I, I believe that's just based on, on how I am. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know how on edge and, and yelly I am all the time. Uh, so, like, and I know I'm not alone here. I'm not the only one. Like, I'm not, just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's mostly my fault, but I'm also a product of my environment. You know, so like it's just it's just what we do here. We just oh yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, kind of out here. People don't really have that East Coast um, way of talking. Sometimes I take people. Sometimes people get a little put off. You know, you know how we talk in the East Coast to each other. Right. We kind of a little more direct, and that's right. kind of that's not how it is out here. So that's what I'm getting used to. But um, yeah, so. But you've been out there for a while, right? And you said you went out there w- when you were doing the the old band. The old band was called a PCP Roadblock, correct? Yes. Yeah, we have- got out here. Yeah, we were we were uh, we were um, kind of banished from a lot of places. I mean, it was just really hard. We had this reputation of like violence and destruction, and so it was kind of getting hard for us to. Was that warranted? Shows and- <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, there was. I mean, at first it was a. Uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, our singer would kind of run around and, you know, like kind of cut himself open, you know, yeah. naked and stuff. But then after a while, people would just, you know, invite us to play their eviction party or whatever. So, <laughs> right, right, right. So we just kind of got, in, you know, put in that thing. And so, you know, you're playing an eviction party and there's people lighting rooms on fire and throwing bricks at you and stuff. And, <laughs> it's just because it's an eviction <laughs> party, but we kind of we kind of got that reputation after a while, and then started. Yeah, it just started getting confrontational with the with certain audiences. <laughs> it was just a little, <laughs> got a little crazy. It was never like that when we go to California. We come out here, and everybody was on drugs. Fun. Everybody's on drugs. Yeah. I know how it is out there. They're all, yeah, they're all yeah. on drugs. That's, out I think there. that has something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was a while ago, though, right? Uh, the PCP Roadblock hasn't been around for quite a while. No, yeah, we uh, we came out here and immediately disbanded. Um, yeah, we just kind of, <laughs> yeah, we just had a hard time sticking together. Uh, we, our bass player just kind of disappeared, and uh, and that was that. Well, I always so, say you don't really need bass anyway, so you could have you could have yeah. kept going, but you know. If only, you know, I, I kind of, I've tried that though. I've tried, because I've, I've had 
other bands where the bass player doesn't show up to the show, we've tried to go for it anyway. And it doesn't always sound that great, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's uh, a reason they exist, but it's yeah, nobody really knows why. Yeah, but, yeah I play know, guitar, I so yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're the most important one, except for the singer, right? Because nobody's, yeah. nobody's more important than the singer, no matter what. No, like nah, I'm 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 the most important obviously. But, yeah. <laughs> what well, what I, I when listen did, to music. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. What, what when did you when did Chief Tail come about? Because that's what we're that's what we're talking about. We didn't even mention the band yet. Right. But that's yeah. that's our <laughs> band is called Chief Tail and um we've more or less been around for uh like four years or something. We didn't we didn't start playing until like a year ago or something we've only played a few shows out here um but it's just been something that i had a i had a i mean i, I basically me and tucker who plays uh bass now we're we're doing something where he played drums and and uh we had we had george who was another virginian he was playing bass for us but after a while he he uh stepped out of the band and yeah we got bobby at some point around then and we just sing and uh it just kind of happened where, where basically the band turned turned into PCP Roadblock. I mean, right. it was just like, oh, you know, we had this bass player Mike in PCP Roadblock, but we, you know, he's just kind of disappeared. And Tucker was always kind of part of the group in some way or another. He'd fill in on vocals or uh, drums. He blew. He like kind of breathed fire for us for a few shows, a few tours. So. He he switched from drums to bass after, uh, I guess after George left. Yeah. And then Adam stepped in to fill in for a show on drums, and, and he just kind of it kind of stuck. So yeah, that's Chief Tail. The name doesn't really. Uh, I guess the name became official when we had our. Well, we kept having, we were calling ourselves Black Sandwich for like two years, and then it turned out there was this band in Chicago called that. Another, so we, it was another Black Sandwich. Yeah. They yeah. better be good because that's it, a cool name. I like it. It's a cool name. I mean, most people thought it was a dumb name. I thought it was cool. I think it's cool. And uh, it, it turned out they actually had like records out and stuff. So we just. Oh, fuck them. Anyway. Wanted to, yeah. I, I've actually, yeah, checked them out. And it, it's, Sorry. It's not very good. They should oh, okay. up. Yeah, yeah, they should. Just give us the name back. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Chief Tales, we, we needed a name because we were. Uh, I think we were. Uh, yeah, we we had to record. Yeah. <laughs> we had to come up with a name. <laughs> we had a recording set up as Black Sandwich, and so then we just recorded a Chief Tail. What yeah. is Chief Tail? What is this name? Uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have a meaning I can really explain. Um, it kind of came about uh, in a dream, actually. Yeah. Um, that I had. Yeah, it was, it was actually a band name that came to me in a dream, and it was sort of like this. Uh, just like, uh, <laughs> well, I, I need you to elaborate. Like, I'm sorry, you, can't, you can't. I need you to elaborate. You can't leave me hanging with that. Well, it was like this. You, uh, it was like this. This kind of like uh, in the dream, it was like this kind of demigod, like kind of animal lord, like god sort of thing, and and it just and it just was chief tail, and I, I just kind of woke up with that, and. Uh, I just thought it sounded cool. The dream, the dream. I'll be honest, it wasn't very clear. I don't really remember too many <laughs> details about the dream. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good. That's but, a good enough reason. When I, when I was in a band, we got our name off of a natty bow can. So you know, like what was the what was the band called? Pleasant Living. Is <laughs> is that the the slogan for Natty Bow? Yeah, from the land of Pleasant Living. Pleasant Living is Baltimore. We were a Baltimore band, so we just went with Pleasant Living. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. actually. Uh, I've only ever drank Natty Bow in Baltimore. And that's the only place it should be drank, you know? It's just, that's where it lives. Is, so is the mascot on the Natty Bow can, is he related to the, uh, the Utz Potato Chick girl? No, but, but the rumor is that they got married. So, yeah. like, we, you know, we, don't, we don't know officially. There's nothing out there, but that's we've seen signs, literal signs. Yeah. That that's that another so. Baltimore thing. I, I have to, when I'm out there, I always get the... Um, crab chips because we don't have those in california yeah yeah the obey so, yeah yeah i drink some uh, natty bow and eat some crab chips in a few days i i would I, I moved back to pennsylvania now in lancaster specifically the land of the amish and uh 
when I over the, over one weekend in the summer, I was like, you know, if I, I was having a party and my friends from Baltimore were coming up, and I was like, fuck it, I'll buy some Natty Bow, so they yeah. feel home. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like nice. a, like a firefly with a twig in the jar, and uh, <laughs> and and I, I bought like a thirty pack because I figured it's Natty Bow, it's cheap as shit. I yeah. buy a thirty pack, it's like thirty bucks. Natty Bow is is apparently a luxury item as soon as you leave Maryland. Oh wow! And that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it tastes like shit. That's not right. No. Yeah. <laughs> you you can get Yingling over there pretty cheap though. That's something we don't have here too. But that Californians always get excited about Yingling. Do they? Well, Yingling, Yingling yeah. now has a little bit of a has a little bit of a stigma. I still I still drink Yingling, no problem with it. But they got a little uh, stigma with us with 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 a lot of people based on their uh, open political views. They went they they kind of oh. they kind of leaned in to to okay, to, I don't the, know to that, about that to that dork. So so a lot of people kind of yeah. kind of like yeah yeah we're not going to do that. But I think that's fading. So who knows? But yeah. it's still still a decent beer. Uh, uh yeah. I, yeah, I remember we drink pictures of that stuff in Michigan all the time. It's like four bucks a picture. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that, yeah. Was the, that was the high school beer for me. Now I got to look up what people are mad about before I <laughs> drink one oh, of those again. Everyone's mad about everything. You know how it is. But <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Some, some uh, justified, some not. But let's let's go back to, uh, to Chief Tail here. Um, so I, I know what this sounds like, obviously. I've. I've listened to this record quite a few times, a lot of times actually. I really like it, and uh, cool. And you know, I, I think a lot of people know what to expect from bands coming off, coming off of uh, Reptilian Records. But if if you had to explain Chief Tail to somebody who doesn't, who wouldn't get it, or like a, a, a normal person, what do you say that you play? <laughs> um, you know, I try to avoid being in those situations, but <laughs> yeah, here I am, so I got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if, if someone asked me, like someone at work or something, like, what kind of music do you play? I just say really loud, noisy rock and roll. I mean, that's that's it. These these riffs uh, on the record, they're they're not super complex. They just sound cool to to me. So yeah, to me, and I think that's why bands have a hard time describing their own music. It's because it's the music they create. It's just to them, it's just music. Right. But I mean, the one thing I would say is. We're extremely loud, like, uh, like, uh, like very, very loud. Yeah, like um, obnoxious, and I mean that like yeah. kind of as a compliment. Like the, the whole thing yeah, sounds that, that kind was, of obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was the goal. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to um, get that, you know, get that sound on recording, but I think we did it. I think so on too. this one. Yeah. So we're we're pretty excited about it, but yeah, I just say kind of. There's not a lot of mainstream music to compare it to. We're we're really into a lot of um, noise rock and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, a lot of classic rock. But yeah, I'd say the the common denom- dem- denominator would be stuff like amphetamine reptile records, stuff from the '90s, right? That sort of thing. <laughs> that's well, what that's, we were all listening to when we kind of in our formative years of playing guitars and stuff. That's usually what happens when I have uh, noise rock bands on here, and I've only had a I've only had a couple. I think of you guys, uh, Hori's, um Salvation from Chicago, who I really like. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, but it's always a hard it's a hard thing it's a hard genre to explain, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. To, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm, it's like uh, yeah, it's the kind of thing that's yeah. I just don't don't really tell people at work I play music. Cause, <laughs> Because yeah, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna. Oh, can I hear it? And then I know they're not gonna like it. I just, I just, you know. Right, and then they'll pretend they do. Sometimes they will, awkward. but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd rather avoid the conversation. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's but, uh, so, so. That's that's that. That's kind of a weird thing, all right. And I don't mean like I, I totally understand because I, I do the same thing. I don't tell people at, at my job that I do a podcast or that I was in a band yeah. before. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have those conversations. I don't care if they find out, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. offer that. And I, I suspect like some of them do know because they'll drop, they'll yeah. say things about podcasts near me, and I'll just ignore it. You know. But, oh yeah. But um, but it's also like like I don't know. It's just a weird thing to try to like avoid sharing like your favorite thing to do <laughs> like, yeah I, I mean i'm probably the only the only guy in the band that really does that and 
Yeah. It's not even that my coworkers are that square. I just I just don't really like talking to people at work in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, get, I uh, get it. I get it completely. Yeah. I, I got that reputation and, I, and I've earned it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this uh, but, uh, this. This one comes out on 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 Friday, right? This is, it's a self titled record. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the official date is the eighteenth. I don't, I could be wrong. Um, and it's all out on like Spotify and YouTube Music and stuff. I think Amazon Music, any of those, any of those sites where you can stream listen to music, like it's it's there. And so that's actually the first time I got to listen to the the, the master was uh, just yesterday when that stuff showed up. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, uh, it's it's. I mean, I yeah, it's worth checking out. I think we got like there's only 300 copies of the vinyl out, and so uh, it's a it's a limited press. So. Yeah, and they'll go quick, and a, a lot of stuff on uh, Reptilian does. And I, I was just looking at their their page today and going through their store because and looking at, looking at your record, and yeah, the, the things things fly off fly off of their shelf, and. Uh, but I think I th- I mean there, there's um, it, admittedly like a, li- a limited audience for noise rock right but but I feel like it's a yeah. feverish one you know like the, the you guys want your shit <laughs> yeah uh, yeah they they got an interesting catalog you know we I've been going to uh, reptilian was like a story yeah when I was a yeah. teenager so it's pretty I mean it's it's pretty cool to be doing something with them. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of a, uh, a lot of cool bands around there. Yeah, they, they, they've got a history. They've got a reputation. But speaking of that, you you also recorded this with Steve Albini, who also has a huge reputation. How did yeah, that come out? yeah, and that, that's why we went there. It's uh, this is kind of funny. We, we actually had a, um, a a recording set with them with BCP Roadblock back in two thousand and. 2004 or something that you know when our our bass player left we kind of had to cancel that yeah and so this was kind of it was kind of cool to go back and finally do it because it's actually uh pretty easy to get a recording scheduled with them and then it's just really hands-on like we, we i mean they let us like stay at the studio and we had our own rooms and stuff <laughs> yeah. just, you know kind of like hey whenever you want to wake up and come into the room and record um you know he'd just be in there like playing <laughs> playing with knobs and stuff right <laughs> so it's just kind of it was a full service uh operation best best studio experience i've ever had that's cool how, how long did it take we were only there for the weekend so i think we came in on a thursday night and then we were there uh friday and Saturday recording and then Sunday mixing maybe and then just kind of flew back home on Monday. Was there any and, um, change in in like in like sound while you were there? Was there any like uh, was, did he did he influence anything on the record that way? I mean, other than like no, not at all. Yeah, yeah right. no, he's not. Uh, he's kind of anti, you know, production on the part of the uh, engineer. <laughs> yeah. that's the, but he's you know, I mean, I, I think there was a few. Uh, I mean, you can tell there's some there's some stuff going on with panning and there's some parts where the guitar gets a little louder and stuff. And that's, that's all him. We didn't really, we didn't really request anything mix wise. We just kind of figured, we, we, I mean, we, we gave him, trust him. him you yeah. know, <laughs> he knew, he knows what he's doing. So, right, right. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was, there were not a lot of opinions. <laughs> right, yeah. It was just kind of, you know, it, he, he, he just, you know, wanted to make sure every take was how we wanted it. And it was, so yeah, it was, it's pretty good. Well, that's cool. I mean, I, I assume you all are a fan of his. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, uh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Big Black and Rape Man and Shellac, who just yeah, just bands <laughs> that I listen to quite a lot. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty cool experience then. And I think it's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't think people get to do that in in a lot of genres. You know, to sit, <laughs> sit down with like. It's, the, the guy you know it's it's surprisingly affordable and you know yeah. we we only had we booked it out like six months in advance it's not like he knew who we were or anything like right, that right. it was just kind of yeah but um it was yeah it was it was I, i've known who he was since like uh i guess like nirvana was recording with them and 
I read something in a magazine that said they were recording this crazy, noisy record with the legendary Steve Albini. And I was okay, I got it. That's going to be cool. And it was. Well, I feel like it's so, it's almost a name like that, you, and maybe it is the Nirvana Association, the '90s. That like it's a name that even if you're not like into noise rock, you're gonna you're gonna know. Like it, it. I don't know. It just it kind of transcends a little bit. Uh, like you know, for someone for me who's who you know, I listen to everything. You know, I'm I'm really all over the yeah. place. And uh, you know, like especially, just, I mean, if you just look at who's been on here, it it goes from hardcore punk rock, heavy metal, noise, whatever. You know, like I'll, I'll go all yeah. over the place. So so, f- I mean, so Albini's going to be on my radar, but I'm not in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it, I mean, everyone's heard something that he's recorded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Movies, you know, you hear the Pixies or whatever. It's yeah. everywhere. Well, now he's got so, Chief Tail to put on that resume as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, his studio is just, just any kind of amp you want to use. They got like a few hundred effects pedals just stacked up, and it was it was like a it was like going to a rock and roll resort or something. It was just fantastic. That's cool. I, I saw I saw a note that you guys recorded on two inch tape. Um, is that is that something that he wanted to do? You wanted to do? How did, how did um, that... Well, we requested the all analog room. Um, okay. Just cause, right? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, I, at this point, I don't even know what the difference is, but uh, I think uh, you know the rest of the band really wanted to do it all analog. So that's that's what we did. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, yeah. I I feel you with the. I, I don't know. I mean, I know what the difference is, but I don't hear it, and I know I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to. Like, I, like yeah. for somebody somebody like me who's like all everything I do is like music related. Like, I love music; it's constant. I don't hear it. Like, I just, I just don't. I don't like. I don't got a fucking ear for shit. Like, I don't. Yeah, but but it's still a cool concept. I like that. Oh no, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and now we're on analog vinyl. So. Right. That from, yeah. <laughs> from Steve Albini on Reptilian Records. Yeah, how, yeah. How how much how much of Chief Tail do do you write? How much? Like, the, oh, do I write? I, yeah, like, I what, think it's. What's your contribution you know, just, to this band? I, I think I bring riffs, and uh, it's kind of we just kind of jam out on stuff, and it seems like somebody usually Tucker will point out something he likes, and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. And, uh, so I think it's, I think, uh, yeah, I think most of the songs were written that way with me kind of playing and Tucker playing drums. And, uh, but, uh, he's definitely, uh, musically, I think we, we share the writing on that. And now that we got Adam, he's just, he's, uh, writing the drum parts. And, and so it's always, it's always something, you know, the riff will start off one way and then you add a couple more instruments and it might turn into something totally different. So. Yeah, right, it's pretty, right. pretty evenly distributed. I guess the writing, the the, the lyrics and vocals. That's all Bobby, um, and the lyrics are actually pretty interesting. They are. So, and, and I think it's a, it's smart of you to push that off with somebody else because he's got to explain himself. Yeah. I think because there's some yeah. there's some weird shit going on there, and uh, yeah. and, and I and and I enjoy it, but uh, it's yeah. it's different, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's meaning behind all that stuff. I think the record has some, uh, it maybe has a lyric sheet in there, but I don't think a lot of questions are going to be answered from reading it. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, I've I've seen, I saw, I read some a, a short explanation. I think about uh, about Mighty Ship Pipe, and uh, oh, and I, yeah, that I, one. All, I don't. I, I think I, of all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get all the it. songs that one that one speaks for itself it's just yeah. I think it's just about kind of going through the the meat grinder I, I actually know I think it, it turns into a love story at some point in the song but uh <laughs> well there, there's know, a just, weird there's a weird is that the one with the weird sample in it about uh like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that that that's a real guy that was something that um some recording that uh Tucker made it was like one of his uh <laughs> He was, he was, it was going to come out as like a record in itself, but it was kind of him putting these Craigslist ads on the Craigslist, you know, asking yeah. these people to phone in their <laughs> sickest fantasy. Wow. <laughs> and they, yeah, and so pretty. they were all pretty dark. Um, and uh, 
yeah, so this one, that one sample made it onto the record, but there are lots more, and they're pretty pretty messed up. Well, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to like just... Guys, <laughs> I just like to see the timestamp on those recordings. You know, like what time of the day did somebody leave that message? Because I think I think there's certain hours where like just total bizarre, uh, fucked up, weird stuff is acceptable. But then if it's like noon and you're leaving a yeah. voicemail like that, you need to go to jail immediately. <laughs> I, like, I actually don't know. Yeah. But uh, you what's know, this think, guy talking think, about? Like a threesome with a dog or something? It's so it's something. Yeah, bizarre. yeah something and, with a yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I honestly I don't know word for word what he's saying but uh <laughs> it just sounds really like it sounds really mean so <laughs> <laughs> it's just, we just thought it'd be funny I think well yeah. it, and, and it is it is but and then there's the other song about what's the one about a duck where uh, it's a it's a very it's a it's a happy tale I'm told but about, happy about, little duck happy little duck yeah and that's a yeah uh, that one's I think that's just about a guy like, you know, living his life and having a good time. <laughs> There's something about money. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know how well I can speak for the lyrics because I don't. No, I'm not no, sure that, I know them all. That's okay. <laughs> that makes it better. That's yeah. Yeah, you but can... with, you know, Bobby writes a lot of songs that that have uh, there are certain themes that come up a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, happy, happy animals is one of them. And, uh, do you do you have a favorite song on this record? Uh, let's see. I mean, I really like, uh, No Cerveza, No Trabajo. Uh, that, that was just, that's just a fun one to play, I think. Um, well, good. I'm glad you picked that got one. Legs, she's got eggs. That one, that's, that's one that kind of started differently, but I like what it turned into. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of got a swing to it. And, well, you uh, released a, you released a video for one of these, right? There was a video we recorded for uh for uh, when we were calling ourselves black sandwich oh, okay. and this is a different bass player we had lauren lauren recorded that um i'm sorry george recorded that on bass but then we had a bass player named lauren who's in the video so you got tucker playing drums in that video and me and bobby doing our thing but uh lauren's no longer in the band and so yeah it, it was a pretty high production <laughs> video though um bobby works at a lighting company and so they have all these studios and, and a bunch of the a bunch of the uh crew get the best volunteer their time and they, they kind of wrote this video for us to be in so it's kind of fun they ah, get that's a bunch very of cool and... <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason enough right yeah yeah it's just beer and pizza <laughs> so that, hey, that's, that's what it's all for because well yeah um I like all right not not just not just playing noise rock right but but um playing any kind of more underground whatever extreme music whatever you want to call it like they yeah. we all know like you're not you're not trying to sell shit out, or you're not going to sell shit out we're not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not going to be a money maker so what like <laughs> what what is playing in this band what does it do for you what's what do you get out of this it's just i mean i i, I mean you you played in bands it's just this uh this, uh, I mean, I just can't stop. I'm, I'm in my 40s now. I mean, I've, I've I've gone through periods of almost a year before where I don't have a band, and it's just extremely fulfilling to have a band and to have music recorded and songs written and you know physical yeah. uh, you know things, your accomplishments. You know, just to have that, it's you, you can't really stop. Just, right. And it's, I mean, it's its very strange how we all ended up back together one at a time playing with each other. Chief Tail, I mean, we didn't start off as a noise rock band. We were going to be playing, we were going to try to play some more like, I don't know, like kind of dark garage rock, but not like, you know, super loud. And it just kind of yeah. got louder and louder. <laughs> it's just its just what I do, I guess. It's what I've been it's doing. It's true form. Yeah. Well, with, with, when when this record, I mean, I guess officially comes out, it's January eighteenth, so it's, it's out. This is a couple of days. Um, yeah. What, what are you most looking forward to with the that that com, what that comes along with the release of this? Are you most looking forward to? Um, I'm kind of looking forward to hearing what people think of it because, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, we never really put out a lot of records in my older bands. Often, when we did, they weren't recorded in a way that 
I felt really captured it. So now that we recorded something the way we want to record it, I feel like, you know, it'll be interesting to see if people like it. Well, and no, that's, that's always that's, fun. That, that is cool, and that's pretty cool that, that you, you did it as big this time around. Then. I mean, yeah. you, did it, you did it as about about as big as you can for the genre confines, and I don't, you know, that, that, I mean that positively. Like, yeah. Yeah. so, so I, again, I, I've listened to it several times, and I, I, I really like it. Um, Thank you. So, so I, I imagine it's going to go over great with people who are really into this stuff. And um, you're you're going to do a tour uh, shortly, right? Yeah, I'm actually leaving tomorrow to fly to Baltimore. I got sister who lives there, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna meet the guys in Philadelphia. That's our first show on uh Saturday. Is that the eighteenth? Saturday And that's Philly. Ortlieb's or something. That's a club in Philadelphia. Yeah I'm familiar with it. Okay. And then uh Virginia. Oh yeah, I don't know how to say it. I guess I I guess I'll find out. But we're playing with uh multi cult uh, and then a couple shows with Multicult and a couple shows with Suppression, and who are who are both really great bands. So um, they're going to be great shows. They are, and you're kind of you're kind of jumping across quite a few states on on just like four or five days. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going out to Texas. Yeah, yeah, you're starting in Philly and end up in Texas like four days later. That, but, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, the, it's the a routing, strange last minute. Did you fuck yeah. up this routing where I think you're going from Philly to Richmond to Baltimore? It's just kind of who, who could do what. We 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 had planned on a different order, but uh, yeah, Jason from Suppression booked the Richmond show, and he said that these uh, Sunday night gigs at these at this place Banditos are really cool. So right, I mean we're we're out here in California, like in the East Coast. These these two hour drives are great. You can get to another city every hour and a half. You know, going up the coast. Out here in California, it takes us like five, six, seven hours to get to LA or something. That's because you guys are all on drugs. So we're that's, that's we're kind of right? used all... to long drives. I don't, I don't, I'm not really worried about the the bouncing back and forth part. Well, oh, cool. Yeah. Good. 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 Then it's yeah. then it's going to work out perfectly for you. And uh, I'm just I'm kind of more worried about the the cold the cold weather. Ah, that's you should be. You sh- you absolutely should be. And you know why? Yeah. You know, like I'm serious. I'm, I'm a, I talk about this all the time on here. I'm a huge pussy about the cold. And uh, yeah. and this well, you're coming at the worst time too because <laughs> it's like I'm making oh, this great. I'm making this sound wonderful for you. But like for the last <laughs> like last week here, it's been like f- high 50s, low 60s. Like no bullshit. It's like so global right. warming. Like, like which is like warmer than it has been here. Yeah, it's it's it's, right it's, now, it's, it's, 40, it's insane. 50s. Yeah, so yeah, it's like frigid for you guys, right? Well, this is like this is like summer for us, and it's it's yeah. all back it's all backwards. But of course, this is just political, so there's no way that there's no way that this, it's actually real or science. It's just whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so but so apparently on like on Saturday the 18th we're supposed to get hit with like a shitload of snow, and I am in Pennsylvania about an hour ah. from Philadelphia, so so I think you're coming yeah. at the wrong time. But I hope it works. Wow. out. I figured no matter what we do, it's going to be the wrong time. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> that's, that's kind of why we decided to, to finish our tour in Texas because it's on yeah. the way back home, kind of, and it's probably warmer there. I'm hoping. Yeah, it's safe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think uh, Chris from Reptilian offered to help us get some shows there, and that, that's that's how that ended up happening. Is that where Reptilian's so, at now? Yeah, yeah. I guess he's in Austin, and and. Uh, no longer in Baltimore. Yeah, I knew he wasn't there anymore. And I, you know, that's that store itself closed up a lot, quite a while ago. But uh, yeah, what was that guy's name? Chris X? Is that what they call him? Chris yeah. X? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's cool to see. It's cool to see that that, that label that label still going. Lots of like, yeah. it's 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 weird how long uh, how how labels outlast bands by like by oh, yeah. by so much. Like, yeah, it's because labels are run by like. One, one person, guy. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And like whoever works for them, like bands are really hard to keep together. They are, um, but it's 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 interesting that like you know it, you know that and you've been through that, but then you you kind of been in the in a band with the same people for yeah <laughs> a very long time with with like ten years off in the middle or something. It's like uh, Chris has been doing reptilian at least like over thirty years, as far as I know. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'd assume the same. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah. But I guess they're in Texas now. I always just thought of that as like a Baltimore staple. But you know, I haven't been to Baltimore in a while. Neither have I. No reason to go. Yeah, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I used, I used to just go up to like South Point and go to Reptilian, and there was another record store over there. And Soundgarden. Get some pizza and then drive back home. Yeah. No, I, I I lived in Baltimore for many years, and uh, I I hung out in Fells Point every weekend. I yeah. got I got beat to a pulp in Fells Point once, and well, all right, oh well, wow, I, yeah, to, I got beat to brain damage in Fells Point once. Um, yeah, wow. but I but, but I don't I don't say that like badly though. <laughs> that sounds yeah. I mean, just like that's just it, what it, was that's just what was happening at the time. It, it's a tough town. I remember I uh, always get like. Our car would always get broken into around there and stuff. Baltimore. It happens. That's Baltimore. I, I love Baltimore. You got to love we, it. Yeah. We had a lot of good shows up there. Well, good. What I, I, I hope. I hope you. Where are you playing in Baltimore on when you come back through now? Um, is it Metro Gallery? Metro Metro Gallery. Yeah. Yeah, Metro Gallery. That's and a cool spot. You like that? I think I've been there. I'm not sure. I'll know when I get there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well. Yeah. Um, Andy, thank you for for talking to me about this. Do you want to tell people where they can find Chief Tail on, online or where they can buy the record? Well, it it's we're the only Chief Tail. I can I can tell you that. So if if you got any of those streaming services, it'll yeah. it'll be on one of them probably by now. And then the record, if you want to buy it, I just say go to Reptilian Records and, and order it, and you know check it out first if you want to. But no, just they're not going to last long. At least this pressing. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's, I think it's worth it uh, buying it uh, unheard. Well, the fuck it, they're gonna hear. It. I'm, I'm putting song. So, I'm putting your songs in here with this, so they're gonna they're gonna hear this. But we're we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do no cerveza and uh, what's the other one? The the first track can't think of the name. Um, um that is Stevie Dicks two. Stevie Dicks two. Yes, yes. Those are gonna be two yeah. tracks that go along with this. So so they'll get a taste of uh, Chief Tail and. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, I appreciate I'm, that. That's great. Yeah, of course. No problem. Thank you for doing this, man. All right. Thank you, Dan. All right, dude. Take care. All right. Have a great day. A great evening, I guess. Even, oh, it's late, man. It's I need to get to bed immediately. It's 8.42. And if you're in Philadelphia on uh, Saturday by any chance, feel free to stop in. We'll I won't be, but I appreciate the invite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Okay. There you have it. That was my conversation with Andy Butterbottom of Chief Tail. That song there at the end was No Cerveza, No Trabajo, uh, which is uh, Spanish for uh, don't worry, don't call me, I'll call you. Um, that's not true. And um, the name of that song that I played first, I think I said Stevie Dicks 3. I think it's Stevie Dicks 2 or Stevie Dicks II or Stevie Dicks uh, Roman numerals. Or just You can't end things with two eyes, guys, okay? Because n- nobody knows what that's supposed to mean. But the good news is, is that Chief Tail did make a cool record, and I really enjoy it, and I'm getting better at this whole noise rock thing, if you ask me.
All right. I know you didn't ask me, but that's the best part about having this platform is I get to do what I want. And having Chief Tail on for an interview was one of the things I wanted to do. So we did it. And now it's done. And now you listen to it. And I want to thank you for listening. Um, you know, usually I would tell you at this point to uh, send me your music, your your comments, your questions to uh, my email address. And I'm going to do that. But this time the email address is going to be different. Okay. So if you were previously using my past email address, I'm not going to say that one because I don't want to confuse you. So going forward from here on out, please send all inquiries, music submissions, comments, death threats to dan at gettingitout.net, which should allude to quite a bit. But uh, And I know I've been vaguely talking about stuff for a couple weeks now, but that's all right. We're going to continue doing that. But dan at gettingitout.net. Send me all your stuff. Send me your music. I'll play it on the podcast. Send me your your questions. I'll answer them on the podcast. Send me your uh, suggestions. I won't take them. I don't do suggestions. So I do. I make bad decisions on my own, and I blame people for them. That's just what I do. Okay. So you can make suggestions. I just won't take them. Anyway. So I guess that's it for this one. I got a few lined up already. Uh, for the next couple episodes, I want to tell you who they are, but at the same time, I kind of like not doing that, making you making you wait um, to see what they are basically weak of. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, despite my eagerness to share, just like the other stuff, I'm not going to share this stuff. You have to find out. You have to wait. You have to want it. Um, but that's it for this one. And the way you're going to find out uh, who is on the next episode and what I'm doing with getting it out is by going to my social shit. Social shit. That's that's really what we should call it. Um, the the best and easiest one to follow is uh, Instagram at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast, and there is the Facebook page www.facebook.com slash getting it out podcast, and there is Twitter at getting it out pod. Again, if you want to send anything, please do to Dan at getting it out.net. That is where I can answer. All your stupid questions or accept all your awesome emails, whatever, whichever way you wanted to hear that. That's the way I meant it. Um, so that's it for this one. This this song that we're going to go on out on is not one that Chris X from Reptilian sent me, though it is the same band off the same record. Um, the reason I didn't pick the song that he sent is because I already played it on a previous episode. But it is a song from Horries off their split 10-inch with Beige Eagle Boys that came out uh, in, the, in the summer of 2019. This is the cover the cover song um, on that track. It's uh, called Product Patrol. Product, product, it's, called, it's called Product Patrol, and it's originally by Cabaret Voltaire. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I never listened to that real band. This, that's the thing. This is like uh, when I was talking to Homeboy from Ether Coven the other day. He did that Bjork cover. I wouldn't know if it's a cover. I don't listen to that shit. I'm kidding. Whatever. Uh, thanks to Reptilian Records. Check out all their shit. Uh, reptilianrecords.com. It's probably their website. I don't know. It might not be, but you, you know, it's worth a shot. You can <laughs> type that in. It might work. Uh, <laughs> that's it for this one. Here's Horries. Bye-bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.